The link below is the link is in below in the show. Woo! The link is below in the show notes. Welcome to Mindset Medicine with Dr. Julia Bolin, physician, author, and founder of Personal Awareness Medicine. Mindset Medicine is a program that gives you personal and professional strategies to empower you to think more clearly, feel more vivacious, and act with intent. Dr. Julia's expert guests share tips and techniques to inspire you to be healthier, wealthier, and wiser. Hello, fellow optimizers. I'm your host, Dr. Julia Bolin, and this episode is really about how to spring clean your mental clutter. How are you going to clear your mind to find your focus? It is spring. You know what that means? Birds are singing, green grass, rain that brings beautiful flowering trees, and daffodils and tulips. Ah, I just love spring. It just makes me feel refreshed and motivated, energized, and that sun on my body. Oh, well, alas, I'm referring to spring cleaning now, and not just the normal kind that you're thinking of, not house spring cleaning. You know, that sweeping dusty nooks, getting rid of the dust bunnies, uh, wiping down the crannies and neglected floors and countertops and, well, you know, purging all that accumulated house clutter. If you're like me, you might be wondering how this tradition started and why does it feel right to do this every spring? Well, Google to the rescue. In the Persian culture, spring cleaning traces back 3,000 years ago to a spring tradition called Kanai Takani. This translates to shaking of the house. It was believed that sweeping up dust and removing clutter from one's home would prevent ill fortune in the up and coming year. From a physician standpoint, my standpoint, getting rid of the dust and old insect carcasses like cockroaches, you know, getting rid of that definitely could improve one's health. So, Are you ready to shake the house? And there goes my husband, shaking the house, slamming the door on the way out. How's that for timing? Well, I'm going to talk right now about how to shake up your mental home. So, have you ever thought about spring cleaning your mental home? You know, you have this beautiful brain between your two ears, and its responsibility is to manage your entire life at all times. Have you ever thought about doing any cleaning up or pondering about how, why, where, and when you think, feel, and behave? Like, what about reviewing your priorities and eliminating old, stale goals that are no longer mature or fit your present lifestyle? Have you thought about mastering goal setting and being in an action-oriented behavior? Well, having a cluttered mind can make your brain feel stuffed full of information that just leaves no room for your thoughts to move and flex and create. It can feel as if you're in overdrive and stuck at the same time. In the meanwhile, all your goals, passions, and projects may be stuck under a layer of have-tos, shoulds, and all the daily needs you have to do out of necessity. But spring is finally here The days are getting longer, the weather is warmer, and the flowers are blooming. So that means it is time for renewal. And what better way to celebrate the season than freeing yourself of all this mental clutter? With the new season, 
comes a perfect opportunity to do some spring cleaning, not just of your house, but of your mind, as I said above. So all too often, we carry around all this mental clutter that can weigh us down, making it difficult for us to focus on what's really important. And as I said, you know, your thoughts and your feelings, your emotions and your behaviors, they can distract us from the real purposes of our life, the real goals. So where does all this mental clutter come from? And how can we get rid of it ourselves for good? As I said, I refer to mental clutter as the accumulation of unwanted thoughts, feelings, and worries that clutter up our mind and prevent us from thinking clearly, behaving intentionally, and purposefully. This mental clutter can be caused by a variety of factors, things like stress, anxiety, trauma, and even technology. So in today's fast-paced world, we're always bombarded with information and distractions from all sides making it easy for this mental clutter to build up over time. What comes to mind for me is sometimes that while I'm working, trying to focus on sometimes life and death situations, as well as potentially life-saving and damaging medications for my patients, I'm trying to do this all the while there's music overhead distracting me, phones ring on both sides of me, my front desk standing behind me, asking me, waiting to ask me for a question. In the meantime, there's 10 other colleagues in my room area having conversations going back and forth constantly, some of which are quite loud. In the meantime, I'm also trying to dictate everything under my microphone in the midst of all this chaos. Now, Add on to the fact that I'm freezing because the temperature is almost always cold and blowing on me uh, and my chair is uncomfortable. It doesn't fit my four foot nine and a half inch frame and my eyes are tired from looking at the computer all day. All of this can lead to significant emotional and mental and physical fatigue for me. This would qualify as mental, emotional, physical, and environmental spring cleaning opportunities, don't you think? And I promise you, I am working on that. But I'm just trying to point out, there are some more insidious forms of mental clutter as well, such as negative self-talk. We all have inner voice that critiques and judges us. But when that voice becomes overly critical and incessant, it can lead to serious damage to our mental health. Negative self-talk can lead to low self-esteem, depression, even physical health problems like headaches and high blood pressure. So stay tuned in the future when when we're going to talk, stay tuned for future episodes where I'm going to really dive deep into the impacts of negative self-talk when it comes to mindset medicine opportunities for improvement. And as mentioned before, there are many examples of as mentioned before, there are many examples and signs of mental clutter in your world. Things like external stressors at work, things that are impacting your relationships and finances all count. And when we don't deal with these stressors in a healthy way, they accumulate in our minds like piles of unpaid bills, causing us to worry and obsess over them constantly. That, folks, is mental clutter. We just fiddle and dapple in them all day long, thinking about them, triggering them, or setting bills out on the table to jog our memory to to remember to do these things. 
Too often, we say to ourselves, I'm going to deal with that later. But we put things all around in our world to remind us about all the things that we need to get done. This isn't just mental clutter. This is physical clutter as well. And I'm going to look on that in the future for myself as well. But guess what? Spring is the perfect time to address, dissolve, organize, and prioritize what you would like to get done in your brain and your surroundings so that you can ease up on the presence of all that stuff swimming around in your head. Never fear. Mental clutter really is a common problem, and it can make it difficult to focus on what really matters and do the things that matter. Mental clutter is a common problem that can make it difficult to focus on what really matters and can keep the things that do matter hidden or pushed down, just lurking behind all the other crap circulating in the recesses of our minds. But fear not, for I do have some tips, tricks, and a free tool for you to download to help you declutter your mind and find your focus again. Before I get into the specifics, though, I do want to discuss the effects of mental clutter on you. Mental clutter can have a huge impact on your life. It affects your mood, your productivity, and your overall well-being. And when our minds are cluttered with endless to-do lists, anxiety about what could or should be done or want to get done, and in the midst of distractions such as the environmental changes I mentioned before, like temperature, discomfort, clothing, music. Well, it's only amazing. How, how do we continue to focus on the present moment and make clear decisions when all this distraction is going on? In fact, studies have shown that mental and physical clutter can release cortisol, and that's that stress hormone that leads to increased feelings of anxiety and overwhelm. So without a doubt, your environment that you're in can cause dis-ease, which leads to real disease. And furthermore, mental clutter can also lead to a lack of creativity. It can reduce your ability to problem solve. When our minds are preoccupied with the clutter of our thoughts, it's challenging to come up with a streamlined and innovative creative ideas for effective solutions to our problems. And this can eventually lead to a decrease in your work performance, your goal successes, and your career progress. I think you probably know these things. But on top of that, mental clutter affects your relationships. When we're consumed with our own thoughts and our own worries, borrowing worry about things that aren't even here, haven't happened, but we're already projecting them into the future, it can be pretty darn tough to connect with others and show empathy towards them when our brain is going around tromping around in, the, in, in worryville. So this does cause a strain in relationships, making it harder to maintain a good, healthy social life. Overall, Mental clutter is a serious issue that impacts numerous ways. By taking the time to declutter our minds, prioritize our thoughts, and create action-based goals, we can improve our mental health, productivity, and yes, our relationships. I know I want that. How about you? And if so, let's get into some action. So spring cleaning your mental clutter, how to clear your mind and find your focus is this episode's real big focus. So first, let's talk about spring cleaning your mental home. The first step is the brain dump. How to clear your mental clutter. You've got to start taking stock of everything that's swimming around and taking up mental real estate in your brain. Grab a pen and a paper. Grab an audio file. Whatever you want to do to brain dump. I prefer pen and paper. We need to get it out 
in the esoteric world of your brain and put it into matter, which is a physical form that you can look at and function with. So grab a pen and paper when you are in a safe space or come back and listen and and do the exercises later. You could also, better yet, go to the link below in the show notes where you can get your spring cleaning, your mental home worksheet. It's complimentary to download it, but it'll help give you some organization. So step one, write down everything you want to stop doing. These are the actions that have been nagging at you. Sorry, I'm fighting off a little allergy, spring, asthma. So maybe it's getting to bed late like me. Maybe he's drinking too much coffee in the morning, like my husband, or maybe you just want to reduce or stop alcohol in the evening. Having a crappy breakfast might be a good place to start. Maybe you want to stop yelling at your kids when you get home from work when you're stressed out. Maybe you'd like to stop being late to things or speeding or giving up your road rage. Just write these things down. Get everything down on paper. We'll eventually help you see what needs to be tackled first and what can wait. You can organize it all later. Just write everything down you want to stop doing. Now, step two, what would you like to stop doing less of? Like doing less, not stop, but do less of. For me, don't judge me. I have loved the show Survivor and I've applied to it multiple times. Trust me, one of these years, I'm going to get on Survivor. I also like the show American Idol and I like the show Bridgerton. Now, I only give myself 15 minutes of TV at night. I always end up staying up another 15 or 20. I would like to stop doing less of watching TV before bed. So how about you? Maybe you'd like to stop overthinking or stop saying yes to everything. Maybe you want to do less complaining, less staying inside when you could be outside. How about lessening your social media and computer time? How about reducing the amount of time you beat yourself up in your own head? Maybe it's time that you would like to reduce being the lowest person on your priority list. Hmm. Just write this stuff down. Again, you can organize it later and figure out how to commit to yourself more once you can actually see the things you want to start doing less of. Step three, what would you like to keep doing? I've always gone to the gym every Tuesday and some Thursdays and at least one Saturday or Sunday every week. I would like to keep doing that. I'd like to keep doing Tuesdays. In a perfect world, I'd like to add another day. I'd like to keep reading more and possibly take more online classes or seminars. So how about you? Would you like to keep investing yourself? List some things you'd like to keep doing that are working well for you at this time. And think outside the box here a little bit. Maybe you want to Keep drinking plenty of water and keep taking your vitamins. Maybe it's continuing to do your healthy checkups every year. Maybe you want to keep kissing your husband before you go to work or your wife. These little things, these make big mental health shifts. So just become aware of things that are working for you and you want to keep doing. Step four, what would you like to do more of? For me, I'd like to do more of a consistent sleep schedule. I do pretty well, and I'd like to do more of my caffeine reduction and alcohol reduction. I'd like to have more daily exercise, and even if it's for 10 or 20 minutes, just by increasing my steps. How about you? What would you like to do more of? The sky is the limit. Don't stop now. Maybe it's just something simple like more time with your children, more time being sexy, 
More dressing up in colors that make you feel strong, powerful, and committed. Maybe it's more spiritual connectedness and meditation. The sky is the limit. Go big here. What do you want to do more of? And step five, what are the things you want to start doing? For me, I'd like to be more consistent with my mom. She's elderly. I want to stop being this whiz in, whiz out, drop off groceries, pick up her prescriptions. I'd like to have more quality time with her. I'd like to schedule time to go visit my children in Columbus more frequently. What are some things you'd like to start doing? Maybe you just want to spend more time with the right people. Maybe be more honest with yourself and put your happiness first. Maybe Be more mindful and do mindfulness practices and meditation. I really tried very hard to do that consistently four to five days a week. Sometimes it's five minutes of meditation. Sometimes it's an hour. How about being more polite to yourself and taking pleasure for the things you already have? In other words, a gratitude practice. Are you ready to discover personal and professional health strategies to improve your performance, productivity, and well-being? Mindset Medicine combines mindfulness principles, holistic health practices, and business management tactics that empower you to lead a healthier, wealthier, and wiser life. Contact Dr. Julia Bolin, physician, author, and founder of Personal Awareness Medicine at www.juliabolinmd.com and live your most vibrant life today. Doing this kind of work, you can help yourself give yourself the ideas and dreams that help you believe that you're really ready to take the next step, that you can get solidified to doing the next step and look for the good and bad situations and forgive yourself and others, all kinds of things. What are some things you'd like to start doing? Gratitude, looking on the bright side. There's so many things you can start doing. So take the time to ponder. This is where the real gold magic is. Once you've completed these five steps, just step back and look at it. Look at all the wonderful things that you could be doing to improve your quality of life and to declutter your mental home. Now it's time to prioritize and delegate. So once you've had your brain dump, it's time to prioritize your tasks. Start with the most pressing items on your list and work your way down. It's not that hard. For anything that can be delegated, do it. This will help save your time and your mental energy. Because remember, you don't have to do everything yourself in this world. Enlist the help of your coworkers, your friends, your family, your children, your staff. So in conclusion, spring cleaning your mental clutter may take a little time and effort, but the payoff is so worth it. By recognizing the things you want to stop doing, do less of, keep doing, do more of, and start doing, you begin the process of spring cleaning your mental home. Congratulations. These are the first steps to feeling lighter in your brain, more creative, and more connected with your loved ones. Next, consider prioritizing tasks, saying no more often, taking breaks, letting go of perfectionism. And by doing these things, you can clear your mind and find your focus. So take a deep breath, grab a pen and paper when you're able and get started on your mental spring cleaning today. I would deeply appreciate it if you would share this episode, like this episode, if you found it helpful. Many people can benefit from spring cleaning their mental home. 
Also, don't forget to download your free spring cleaning your mental home worksheet. The link below is the link is in below in the show. Woo! The link is below in the show notes. I'm your host, Dr. Julia Bolin. Until next episode, be happy, be healthy, and be fulfilled. Thank you for listening to Mindset Medicine with your host, Dr. Julia Bolin. To learn more about Mindset Medicine, go to www.juliabolinmd.com and connect with Dr. Julia to find out how our team can help you today. Join us again next week for more expert tips, tools, and strategies to become healthier, wealthier, and wiser in your personal and professional life.